Good morning. You know, by nearly all accounts, or I'd say all accounts, 2020 has been a year that nobody has expected. Um, I mean, we knew it'd be a bit crazy because it's an election year, right? And, you know, that those are always a bit crazy, but it has far exceeded all of our expectations of that. And add to that the fact that it's election year, add to that that, you know, it's a, a pandemic that has affected every one of our lives. I mean, it really, let's think about it. Last year at this time, who would have guessed that a face mask would be a much sought after uh, fashion accessory item uh, uh, this year? Um, who would have thought that there would be travel bans between states and you know, add that to that fact that uh, this is the first season on record where we've had 13 tropical storms form in the Atlantic before September even arrived. And now there's been over 2 million acres burned in record-setting wildfires in California and, and uh, even more throughout the rest of the western states. Uh, I heard that Denver the other day within a two-day period was going from, or went from 101 degree temperatures to uh, uh, winter storm warning within like a two-day period. It's, it's crazy. You know, racial tensions are at the highest level they've been in nearly half a century. You know, after, when, you know, when in city after city, we've seen whole city blocks destroyed from protests turning violent. You know, and, 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 you know, people, I mean, people have become so polarized that if someone disagrees with them, suddenly they're viewed as the enemy. You know, people quickly uh, defriend each other on social media because they hold different political positions. These are crazy, stressful times. Today, as we're going to continue working through the book of First Peter, we're going to look at how we can keep our head and thrive in crazy times. Not just survive, but how we can, can really thrive in crazy times like this. So let's start off and pray. Father, uh, as we get ready to open your word, uh, we open our hearts, and uh, Lord, we submit ourselves to your word. Speak to us, and let your word have its effect in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's start off with reading from 1 Peter chapter 3. We're picking up in verse 8. Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That's what God has called you to do, and he'll grant you his, bless his blessing. For the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. This morning I want to look at four things that we are to do in these crazy times. Four things that if we do these 
we will not only get through these times, but we'll begin to thrive in them. The first of these is stick together. Simply, very simple, stick together. In verse 8, Peter says, be of one mind, sympathize with each other. You know, before Jesus went to the cross, he prayed to the Father in heaven. And what he prayed was that the church would be one, that believers would be in unity with each other. That's a primary concern to Jesus. And yet nothing has been harder for the church to walk in for the last 2,000 years because we've seen division and after division and split after split. And the church has been anything but united. And yet, in Jesus' final hours on this earth, he prayed to the Father and he said in John 17, 21, I pray that they, meaning all of us, the church, the whole body of Christ, I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you, and, and they, may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. He's facing the cross and of all things he could say to the Father, that was his prayer. We may have differences, and we may not see everything eye to eye, but the body of Christ must stand united. John Wimber, the uh, founder of the Vineyard Movement, was known for never answering when he was personally attacked. He would never, never answer back, uh, uh, when he was personally attacked, and the reason was simple. He would simply say, my brother is not my enemy. My brother is not my enemy. That always stuck with me. No matter what someone may say about me, true or not, justified or not, if they are my Christian brother, they are not my enemy. Whether they realize it or not, we are family. My brother and my sister is never my enemy, never has been, never will be. We need to always remember that. We may not see eye to eye on all doctrines. We may not see eye to eye on all issues. But instead of disparaging and fighting each other simply because we might baptize a different way or interpret Scripture differently on, on, on this topic or that or have po different political leanings, we need to stand together and face the real enemy back-to-back, back, where I've got his back and he's got mine. And, and you know, we, we've got all of eternity to sort out what, you know, which doctrines I'm right on, which ones you're right on, and which ones we're wrong on. So we got all eternity to sort that out. Not that it's not important, but really the primary thing is that here is the, the unity of the body, the love and unity of the body. Yes, truth is important. But we can't sacrifice unity uh, and, and, and love uh, uh, because we disagree on, on some minor things. When we stand before God's throne one day, we're not going to take a test on doctrine or on political affiliation or anything like that. We're going to be asked, did you learn to love? Did you get along were you your brother's keeper? Did you watch out for each other? Too much precious time is lost when believers fail to see that we're on the same side and we fight each other rather than the real enemy. So, how are we to live? 
Very simply, we live with our hearts filled with sympathy instead of hostility. We weep with those who weep. We rejoice with those who rejoice. And we live as Peter tells us when he said, love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. Some of this we've covered before, but it's really worth repeating. Love, kindness, humility, preferring others, returning good for evil. That's the language of the kingdom. That's the language of a united church. Where instead of fighting against each other, we fight for each other in spite of our differences. We need to hear that in this day when everything, including our faith, has been so politicized. We are believers first. That's got to be primary. We are believers first. We're Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, Green Party members, or even Americans. All of that comes second. But we're believers first. If we let politics divide us, the enemy has won. Here's what we need to see this morning. There's so much going on in our world right now. Everyone's stress levels have risen, whether we realize it or not. We're not used to dealing with this much change. People are frustrated. People are stressed. And that's why we're seeing such an exponential rise in conflict. So we need to, one, we need to stick together. And two, we need to learn to get along. I mean, have you discovered that that's not always easy, especially when there's so much stress and tension in relationships? You know, when Peter writes, this is what God has called you to do, he meant it. And when he said, and he will grant you his blessing, he meant that too. If we learn to get along, because relationships matter. Getting along with people matter. Not just our friends, not just people we agree with, but with everyone. Paul talked about it a lot. In fact, he said in Romans 12, 16, he said, live in harmony with each other. Romans 12, 18, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Romans 15, 5, may God who gives his who gives this patience and encouragement help you live in complete harmony with each other. 1 Corinthians 1.10, I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ, to live in harmony with each other. Let there be no divisions in the church. Rather, be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. 2 Corinthians 13.11, he says, Be joyful, grow to maturity, encourage each other, live in harmony and peace then the God of love and peace will be with you. All throughout the New Testament, it teaches that we are to be united, we are to be in harmony with each other, we are to, to, uh, uh, to, to, to love each other and to get along. So stick together. Two, get along. Three, speak truth. Speak what's true. Verse 10, 
Keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. With the things that we speak, with the words that we use, we can either add to the chaos and craziness or we can promote peace. So be careful what you speak and I would say what you post because that goes right along with it. Be careful of what you speak or what you post. If you want to post something, you want to say something, you want to spread something, check the facts before you share or repost something on the Internet. Please check the facts. Don't fall for conspiracy theories. Check out what someone's telling you. Don't get involved in speaking falsehood, either intentionally or unintentionally. And then the fourth thing, do right. Do right. Just simply do right. Peter says in verse 11, turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. And his ears are open to their prayers. But... The Lord turns his face against those who do evil. Don't worry about and don't react to what others are doing in these crazy times. Don't get caught up in that. You just do what's right. You do what's good. You take the high road. You do the noble thing. You speak truth. You stand up for the hurting, for those who are bullied. You stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. You speak up for those who can't speak up for themselves. You make wrongs right. You stand for justice. What anybody else does, that's up to them. Don't worry about that. But you do what's right. That's what we need to do. Stick together. Get along. Speak truth. And do right. You do those four things, and you only not only get through these crazy times that we're in right now, but you'll thrive in them as well. Let me give the benediction. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. God bless you. Let's have one more song of worship together. <laughs>